morning, everybody, and welcome to the Jewish Reaction here on the Nachum Siegel Network, presented by the OU, the Orthodox Union. My name is Elie Hagler. I'm the Associate Director of Yachad, the National Jewish Council for Disabilities, and I'm excited to be back. I had a week of vacation last week, and luckily, Naftali Herman was kind enough to sit in for me. He hosted a wonderful show, as you, of course, all know. Um, and in fact, to that extent, I've invited Naftali back to co-host with me this week as we talk about a number of uh, past and upcoming programs uh, related to the world uh, of disabilities and yachad in both the New York, New Jersey area as well as uh, across the country. Today we'll talk about a number of programs ranging from uh, a New Jersey fundraising breakfast, a Los Angeles Shabbaton, a Connecticut Shabbaton, a South Florida speaking engagement, uh, as well as two special education conferences that, of course, we've been speaking a lot uh, about coming up in the next uh, few weeks. Uh, of course, um, a new project that is underway is yachadgifts.com, where you can buy um, for either yourself or for somebody else. You can buy very nice, uh, professionally designed and created gift baskets for any and all occasions, uh, which are produced and created by Yachad members. Uh, it's a great way to give um, people with disabilities the ability and the job opportunity that they're looking for uh, to be creative and to be productive. And you can order your gifts at yachadgifts.com. Uh, right now, actually it's a little early, but I believe it starts already. You can even get a discount. You can use the coupon code Hanukkah20. Uh, when you go to check out for a 20% discount on your purchase at yachadgifts.com. Uh, Naftali Herman, welcome back. Actually, well, maybe you should say, well, to me, welcome back. Yeah, well, welcome, welcome back, back to the Jewish Reaction. <laughs> it's good to be here. So uh, what was it like hosting the show yourself last week? Oh, it was great. You know, people told me afterwards, I have the perfect face for radio. Uh, <laughs> you can't take my lines that I use <laughs> off the air. <laughs> but in all seriousness, I think you did a great job. I want to thank you for filling in for me. Uh, I look forward to taking many more vacations and knowing that the show is in good hands. It was uh, it was a great opportunity. Thanks for the uh, for the privilege. And I guess this is a good way to ease you back in. You know, it, it's good. It's always hard coming back uh, from vacation to just j- jump, you know, feet first into doing something. So here I could, you know, I'll do fifty percent. You'll do fifty percent. We'll have a good time. We'll, we'll bounce back and forth. How was, um, how was your vacation? Vacation was great. You know, the problem with vacation is that when you come back, you need a vacation. Always you're true. exhausted. That's right. You know, it's not like my, my daughter wakes up at five thirty in the morning, whether it's Tuesday in New York or Thursday in Miami. She doesn't care. <laughs> She's still waking up. There are two different kinds of vacations. There's the vacation where you go and you do nothing. Not easy if you have kids, though. The staycation. This, well, no, no, no. The vacation where, let's say you go down to Florida. Right. But you have no itinerary. You're going to sit by the pool all day uh, at the beach. I can't do that. That's, that's way too boring And then there's me. the crazy vacation where you're doing something adventurous. Then you need the first kind of vacation where you're sitting at the pool. So I, I'll say that my vacation was a combination of two. I mean, my wife and I, we have one daughter. She's two, two years and three months old. I don't know what you call it. 27 months. Two. Two and a little bit. When does, it, when does it switch? I think it's two and a half. That's Once you hit two and a half, and you start using halves. Is there a celebration, a party that like, no, marks we don't, the... we don't celebrate that stuff. <laughs> Mostly because we just forget about it. But, um, no, but we went out to Florida, and like we had kind of things that we wanted to do. You know, we went to... A lot of people saw pictures of it on Facebook. We went to the monkey jungle. We went to the parrot jungle. Did you do we the monkey did... jungle thing where you get to go in with the monkeys? No, they don't have that at the monkey jungle. They do. My wife and I were down there in August. We went into the monkey jungle thing. Where they allow the monkeys just to climb on you? The monkeys are all over you. That sounds gross. <laughs> it was amazing. Uh, we definitely did not do that, but my daughter is too, so it's so exciting for her to put a bunch of raisins 
into and, a little basket. And they and pull it up, right? Up. Yeah, it's so great. Cool. <laughs> so we, we had things that we wanted to do and did. But remember, when you're with a two-year-old, your day ends at, I don't know, 4.30? Ironically, the day ends for a lot of people in Florida at 4.30. It is. <laughs> so that works out well. If you're young or old, it's the same kind of schedule. But, you know, even when my wife and I, we got a babysitter once she was asleep and we'd go out. And when we come back, we still want to be back by, I don't know, 10, 10.30 because... She's still getting up at 5 right. in the morning. <laughs> you didn't tell so, her it was vacation, did you? You know, it was interesting. We did. She just didn't seem to care. Or we didn't <laughs> want to listen. Either way, you know what? It's great. We had a good time. We had a lot of fun. But it's also great to be back. Um, of course, the other problem with vacation is when you come back, work just piles up. It does. You know, just because you're away, everybody else does. Although, that'd be nice if everybody else followed my schedule. But it doesn't always work like that. You'd think that away message on, uh, you know, in your Outlook would just kind of push everything away. No, no, it doesn't need. stop it. <laughs> <laughs> no, it certainly does not. Uh, Naftali, before we get into things, uh, what kind of music we have today? Oh, we got some great stuff today. It is all coming from Shal Shalis, an incredible band. Um, we're not going to call it a top 10 from Shal Shalis because they have so they have many. Like a top 40. Yeah, I mean, they have so many amazing uh, songs out there, but we put together a really nice collection of stuff, and I, I think everyone will enjoy. So, you know, let's get right into it. Here's our first song from Shal Shalas, Mihaish. Thank you. 
I think that was the first song they had. That was song number one from their first track. It's the first song, first track. And for most people, that's probably their first encounter, their first memory of Shel Shellis. Yeah, I think, at least maybe this is just my, just for me. I remember when I think of that song, I think it has, you know, the slower starting and then it builds up. It's the same kind of, um, for me, intro to a song as I Don't Alone by Man Boy Squire. I'm blanking which other You know, they have the two or three kids who are singing at the high pitch. Don't alarm a Sharmalach. I know which one you're talking about. I just wanted to hear you sing. Well, that's why being in the Miami Boys Choir for two years did me a lot of good. No, just kidding. Never happened. Not true. But I always wanted to be. I spent a few weeks in Tzalf Zemmer. Did you? I did. Wait, a few weeks? Yeah, it didn't. That's not the kind of thing. It didn't work out. two years doing this. Not, oh, I did this for seven or eight minutes. Um, but it's interesting, that song, Mi Ha'ish, so I was a, uh, a dorm counselor, Madrich at Reisha Yerushalayim in Beit Shemesh, and um, we used to wake up the guys every morning blasting Jewish music. And um, I remember we had a, you know, a different rotation of different guys who would do it. So if you were one of the dorm counselors, you got to sleep in one day, a few more minutes. So we used to do Mi Ha'ish sometimes, and when the second album came out, which I believe is the song we're going to play next, was uh, Shalom. Similar concept. Starts off slow. Shalom. Oh, yeah. And then it goes into it. Just trying to show So, uh, <laughs> so um, the Madrich who did it that morning 
He started off with me haish, and he played like a minute of it, and then, and then boom, switched. He went right into the shalom, which just came out that second Shal Shalos album. And so I think even though you know most, you're, you're aging yourself, I'm totally aging myself. A lot of guys were like, tired and groggy, but they heard that. I was like, oh, it's the new Shal Shalos. So uh, it's a really. Oh, what a That's great fine. Band. I'll tell you, you know, right before we play that song, I'll tell you a great story. Um, I spent a year at Yeshiva Shalvim. Mm-hmm. Um, and the thing to do in Israel is on Fridays, obviously, after Shear, uh, after your football game, unless your game was Saturday night, you go hang out in Mayasharm. And where does everybody hang out? Galpaz at the music store, exactly. <laughs> so myself, like like everybody else, my year in Israel and our years is before these little things called, you know, iPods and iPads came out. You do and you, I were in Israel with Discman, correct? Right. You had a Discman. I had a Discman. I had but, a Discman also. But do so, you remember the in-between Discman? Those awkward MP3 players yes. that were bulky, nobody knew how to use it. Yes. Yeah, those things were ridiculous. Whoever came up with that, <laughs> I guess it's probably actually doing better than I am. But <laughs> and if you're listening, we apologize. <laughs> but so we had, so everybody went to Galpas and you always bought CDs. They always had the, this was on sale, that was on sale, and you buy it just because... You know, you had to. That's what you did on Friday. Exactly. So I had, you know, a bunch of CDs in my CD thing, and I didn't want to lose them, but I had a CD holder, so I would write my initials on the CD. My name being Ellie Hagler, I would write E-H. And there was one kid, and I swear to this day, he was not joking when he said this, but he asked me, why do you rate all of your CDs on the CD itself? Like, this one's like, eh, E-H, it's okay. This one, eh, it's okay. What do you say for a CD that's awesome? I was like, those, those aren't ratings. Those are my initials. <laughs> E.H. is Ellie Hagler. He was like, eh, this one's all right. Can't make that up. <laughs> Great story. <laughs> I promise that really happened. <laughs> uh, here is Shalshelis with Shalom. Yeah. 
And that was Shal Shalos with Shalom. You're listening to the Jewish Reaction presented by the OU, the Orthodox Union, right here on the Nachum Siegel Network, NachumSiegel.com. I'm being joined today by Naftali Herman, who was the guest host for me, Ellie Hagler, last week on the show. Uh, we got a bunch of stuff going on, so let's jump right into it. Uh, of course, the first thing that we're going to talk about was this past Sunday, a tremendous success. Uh, the first time, the inaugural uh, Bergen County Breakfast Reception. Uh, Naftali, you want to tell us a little bit about the event? Yeah, this was uh, hosted at the uh, Bodner Home in Teaneck. Um, it was honoring Atara Moskov, um, as well as Tirza and Ariel Bewitz and the Moskowitz family. Um, there must have been, I was there on the Sunday, there must have been, I don't know, around 200 people filtering in or out throughout the day. It was an incredible event. The place was so beautiful. The Bonders were so hospitable, um, welcoming us all in. And uh, it was great awareness for the community of all the great things that Yachad is doing. So I'll tell you, I mean, I know that, I, I don't know the Moskowitz family personally, but I know both Atara Moskov and Tirza and Ariel Bayowitz. And Atara um, agreed to be one of the honorees, if you want to call it, of the event. And she created, in memory of, I think it was her mother, a memorial Shabbaton scholarship fund to help Yacha members from New Jersey continue to attend the you know the amazing Yacha Shabbatonim that take place throughout the year uh, throughout New Jersey and Tirza and Ariel Bayowitz. Uh, Tirza is Tirza Schlanger who married right. Ariel Bayowitz, and Tamar Schlanger has been a Yacha member for more than twenty years. She actually spoke and introduced her sister. Oh, did she really? Uh, she spoke oh, so that's well. It's really funny. Oh, that's great. That's awesome. Yeah, so Tirz has been involved with us. At least I met her for the first time. She ran the marathon with us uh, in Miami, I think, twice. Uh, and her husband, Ariel, has actually signed up to do it this year for the first time. Uh, so, well, if you haven't already, you should go to teamyacha.com. You can sponsor either me or Naftali, <laughs> obviously, preferably me. Um, or you could actually sponsor Ariel Bayowitz, who's also running uh, with Team Yachad in the upcoming Miami Marathon. Um... Let's see, what else do we want to say about the breakfast? What is that? Well, we also had the Moskowitz family. It was honor. Their daughter, um, Ira, um, is an active uh, Yachad member participating on the Junior Yachad Shabbatonim. And uh, it was really great just to have all these honors So I together. haven't met them yet, but I've heard that they're like the nicest people, so the Moskowitz sweet. family. So nice. Um, and it was great as when it was her time to, to speak. She said, I'm not one for speaking. Thank you so much for coming. And that's, also, that was it. that's the best program. <laughs> so. you know, I remember a few years ago, um, all like the school dinners, school dinners used to go on forever and ever. And then this fad started of no speeches, just videos. Just videos. They would have video up instead. So actually, this is even better. There's no video. Yeah, this was Although great. there was a video that was played. It was going on a loop, wasn't it? We had two things going on. Throughout the entire program, there was a video loop of all the various Yachat summer programs. But... After the speeches, we had the, well, we should say, Yachad is celebrating 30 years, 1983 to 2013. Happy birthday, Yachad. Happy birthday. And um, after all the presentations, we showed the all-new Yachad 30th anniversary video. So that video, it's actually still in, in production. production. So I thought like, there were, you know, the video wasn't finalized, but we wanted to be able to display it and to show it at this special event. We also did it. Last week at an event that we were going to talk a little bit about later, but I guess we'll talk about it now, uh, Richard Bernstein, who has become a tremendous friend of Yachad over the last uh, two years or so. Uh, Richard, if you're not familiar, Richard is blind from birth. He's an attorney out of Detroit, um, and he's a tremendous motivational speaker, having completed, I think now it's more than 20 half marathons and marathons and triathlons and um, Ironmans. He actually was the first blind person to complete the 
what do they call it? The Isra Iron Man? Wow. The Israeli Iron Man competition? Um, and Richard is just, he gives tremendous chizuk and excitement to anybody that he speaks to. And he actually spent the weekend, uh, in South Florida between Miami and Hollywood and Boca, uh, speaking in, in both the schools and the schools in the area, uh, just sharing what he does. So we actually hosted, um, a parlor meeting in Hollywood on Thursday night and also uh, another one in Boca on Saturday night and the videos were shown there. We made the point to say that these videos aren't done, but we want to give you, the, you know, somebody who might not be as familiar with Yachad, a taste and an introduction uh, to what Yachad is and why it's necessary in the Jewish community. Um, and you're talking about it still being in production. What was incredible is that as I was watching the video at the event on Sunday, um, we had, I spoke about it last week, we had the high school leadership uh, a week ago. As we're watching this video, there were clips yes. from that Shabbaton in the video. So. We, we worked that out purposely. <laughs> we wanted to get new, fresher video clips into the video, but we right. just needed an event which to get the footage from. Right. So we left chunks of space blank in the video so that we could drop in this this footage. Um, so I don't think the video is not even available out there yet. It's not, not up on I don't YouTube think or so. our channel yet. Not yet. It's not done yet. It will be uh, in just a few weeks. Um, you're listening to The Jewish Reaction here on the Nachum Siegel Network. My name is Ellie Hagler. I'm the Associate Director of Yachad, and I'm being joined today by Naftali Herman, who was kind enough uh, to sub in for me last week. Um, we spoke two weeks ago with Batya Jacob, who is the Director of the International... Uh, Jewish Resource Center for Inclusion and Special Education about an upcoming educational conference, something that is necessary and should be a requirement for all teachers, um, whether you're in special education or not. And just before we talk about that, let's play our next song from Shalshalas. Here is Godlu.
was Gadlu by Shal Shellis here at the Jewish Reaction. Today, chosen by Naftali Herman, we're going to be playing his almost top ten almost. of Shal Shellis, when really all of their songs should be in the top ten. Uh, but coming up um, on Election Day, Tuesday, November 5th, of course, we have two conferences and one with the topic of blended learning towards new frontiers. Of course, these are uh, conferences organized and run by Yachad through its uh, subdivisions of the National International Jewish Resource Center for Inclusion and Special Education and the uh, New Jersey um, School Association. Um, but these are really conferences that are geared towards anybody who deals with uh, special education, whether directly or indirectly, uh, really an opportunity to hear from really the leaders in the field. Uh, I mean, if you're familiar with special education, the names of Dr. Jason Oler and Dr. Clarissa Willis, Richard Ellenson, Karen Gazeth, and Bill Atwood are the people in their field, and it's really a tremendous opportunity. Uh, last year, as again this year, the conference will be hosted at uh, Yeshiva Noam in Paramus, New Jersey. Um, and last year, I think we were at 850 or so teachers yeah, I think. Um, who come to this conference. It's really tremendous how big it's become and just the important role that special education plays in the Jewish community. Uh, Dr. Luchman speaking on Sunday at the event. He mentioned uh, this upcoming one. He, um, he said this might actually be the largest um, educational conference that draws solely really just you know, educators in their field all together in one roof. And if you're a teacher educator out there, this is a really uh, great professional development opportunity. If you're from New Jersey or even out of even New Jersey. Not, I mean, there are people who fly in. Um, I know of at least 40 people who are already signed up who are flying in from outside the area. Of course, if you do need help, you know, travel um, incentives, and we could try to make it work for you financially. But if you are interested uh, in finding out more about these conferences, you can go to yachad.org slash conferences, and all the information is be, is there. Or you can reach out directly to Batya Jacob at 212-613-8127 or by email at batyaj at ou.org. You know, I'll tell you, I'll tell you a few weeks ago, Actually, it was two weeks ago, Friday, the Friday right before the high school leadership Shabbaton, where um, Nachum Siegel was kind enough to have Baya Jacob join him on JM and the AM, talking about this upcoming conference and the importance of it for the Jewish community. Uh, and I spoke to Baya about 20 minutes after she was on the air, and she had already gotten four calls. Wow. Uh, from teachers or schools or educators who have, who were not familiar with the conference, but who have now heard of it because of JM and the AM. Um, and I remember the first time I went on JM in the AM a year and a half ago or so, I got calls and texts and emails from people that I haven't spoken to in years. Wow. You know, it's it's so funny how like, the Jewish community is, is so big, but at the same time, you know, so small. So I just think it's just something that's, you know, very interesting and hopefully something that we're going to look to do, uh, quite, do quite a lot more of just because of the vast reach uh, of Nachum and JM in the AM. Yeah. yeah, I've been at a few of these conferences. They're really incredible. A, just the sessions that you get to participate in and the, and the big-time uh, keynote sp- speakers and whatnot, but also just the networking, just to walk through the halls and to meet educators who are in similar positions and just learn so much from one another. It's you know, really a lot incredible. of the sessions are not just speaking at you. It's, it's interactive. interactive. It's discussionary. You know, a lot, a lot of the sessions are actually given by teachers, not necessarily just, you know, somebody who's a quote-unquote expert in the field who comes in to speak about something, and that's all they do. These are people who are in the classroom each and every day. Um, and, and to the point, just to tell a little bit about the conferences, that just as of now, and it's not going to change, I hope not, because it's next week already, <laughs> but at the conference, there are more than 70 different workshops wow. being run over the course of this day. And the day runs, uh, it's, it's, it's from 8 to 3 
I think, on Tuesday, Election Day in Paramus, New Jersey. Just the amount of the different variation of topics that are covered, both related to special education, Jewish education, or secular education, it, it, it's mind-boggling to me. You know what? I'm just going to look at the program. I'm just going to look at the last page. I'll just pick five topics from the last page. One is direct vocabulary teaching for better comprehension, which is given by a professor from the University of Portland. Next, we have managing students with ADHD in the classroom. ADHD is something that affects every teacher in every school. Absolutely. Now, that's not only something that somebody who works with special education. Then there's a, a program called special, a session called Special Tools for Special Needs that's obviously geared more towards the special needs population. Uh, another one called Mind, Body, and Hebrew, which is something that, that applies to everybody. You know, and there are 70 different workshops like this, aside from the keynotes, who are obviously the leaders uh, in their field. Uh, and what they do, and really promises to be a wonderful experience. Again, uh, the program is coming up on Tuesday, Election Day, November 5th, uh, with the keynotes is uh, Richard Ellenson, Dr. Jason Oler, Dr. Jeffrey Luchtman. Uh, the early childhood keynote speaker is Dr. Clarissa Willis, and the featured presenters are Dr. Bill Atwood and Dr. Karen Gazif. Uh, and the title is Blended Learning Towards New Frontiers. And again, if you're interested, you can go to yacha.org slash conferences. And you can also call Batya Jacob at 212-613-8127 or email her at batyaj at ou.org. You're listening to the Jewish Reaction here on the Nachum Siegel Network. My name is Eli Hagler. I'm the Associate Director of Yachad. And, of course, we're brought to you by the OU, the Orthodox Union. And I'm here with Naftali Herman, who was kind enough to sit in for me, sit in on me, sit in for me uh, last week as host of the Jewish Reaction. And just before we continue uh, talking about more Yachad happenings, here, here, yeah, let's play two songs right now from Naftali's almost top ten for Shalshelis. Here is Hine and Essa Enai. Shem 
Shalshalis with Essa Enai, and right before that, we had Hina. You're listening to the Jewish Reaction presented by the OU, the Orthodox Union, right here on the Nachum Siegel Network. My name is Eli Hagler. I'm the Associate Director of Yachad, and I'm being joined today in the booth by Naftali Herman, who was kind enough to sit in and host the show for me last week when I was out on vacation. Of course, it's great uh, to be back, um, but you know what's not great to be back when you go to Miami for a week? And then you come back and it's cold. It's cold. It was cold this morning. It was cold. I mean, it's cold right now. It's like nine fifty right now or so. Yeah, it's, it's like forty degrees. It's freezing. Not okay. I mean, it's not like we had the best weather ever in Miami last week. It was overcast. It was cloudy, but it was still seventy-five or eighty degrees every day. As I they, didn't bring a coat with me. <laughs> As they say in Game of Thrones, winter is coming. I don't watch Game of Thrones yet, but you ruined it for me. <laughs> you know, that's the I read the big books. time TV. I read the books. <laughs> so Game of Thrones now mentioned a few weeks ago when I was hosting with Mayor Fertig, we spoke about, um, what do we speak about? What's the, uh, Breaking Bad. Did okay. you hear about this? I have not How the seen... OU was on Breaking Bad? No. You know what Breaking Bad is? Breaking Bad was on so AMC. So we discussed yeah. Breaking Bad is a television show that just ended where it's basically a, Chemistry teacher. Uh, chemistry teacher who becomes, you know, a, a king in the crystal meth production and selling business. Um, and there was an article on OU.org. You can go to OU.org and find it, where it discusses how the one of the covers for the production facility where they're producing this pure form of crystal meth <laughs> was a fried chicken joint. And the story takes place in Albuquerque, New Mexico. And in the buckets that they would sneak the the crystal meth out in would be in they put the crystal meth inside plastic bags and put the plastic bags inside these buckets of the chicken batter. Oh, but there was an OU on <laughs> the bucket of the chicken batter. So the OU actually wrote an article and released it saying that it's not a real store, but if it had been, it's not considered kosher, so you can't go to this make-believe story, to this make-believe chicken place, and order their fried chicken. The name of the place was uh, Polos Hermanos. Wow. I didn't think on the Jewish reaction we'd be talking about crystal meth. I know, right? So we did that a few weeks ago with Mayer. We were just talking about it, how, you know, this was the, I think his quote was something along the lines of, this is the first time that he knows of uh, where the OU did or did not give kosher certification to a made-believe company and product. Wow. You know, great story just about the OU Kashas very, very quickly. Yeah, um, Rabbi Weinreb, who used to be the uh, the vice president, uh, I think he's the vice president emeritus now of the OU. So he um, was visiting with George uh, W. Uh, Bush in the, uh, in the Oval Office, and apparently the former president loves M&M's, loves chocolate. I feel like I might have told you the story last time we were together in the air. But he... Um, the president was kind of showing off that M&M's makes him a special package 
that, you know, it says M&M, but it says, you know, President of the United States. And he was kind of showing this author of Wine Reb. And Rabbi Weinrub says, you know, it's really not so impressive. He said, you think you have your, you know, trademark on the uh, thing? He says, flip it over. He says, oh, you, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> you did not tell me that. That's a great story. <laughs> oh, I think we're actually just about out of time. We are. Wow. Well, it's been a fun day. Thanks for joining me, Naftali. Thank you for having me. <laughs> You've been listening to the Jewish Reaction right here on the Nachum Siegel Network. We're going to recap just what we spoke about today. Uh, of course, we had that incredible fundraising breakfast. We never even gave proper shout-outs to your sister-in-law, Hani Herman, the director of New Jersey. who ran an incredible breakfast and was able to uh, reach out to a tremendous amount of people in the Bergen County uh, community. Of course, we have upcoming educational conferences on Election Day, Tuesday, November 5th, entitled Blended Learning Towards New Frontiers. And again, if you're interested in signing up or participating and finding out more about it, you can go to yachad.org slash conferences or reach out to Batya Jacob at 212-613-8127 or batyaj at ou.org. Uh, of course, this past weekend, as you know, there were Yachat Shabbatones, of course, in the New York, New Jersey area, but of course, there was also one in Boca Raton, in Boca Raton Synagogue, as well as uh, in Los Angeles, California this past weekend. Uh, so a special Yashar Kawach to Arit Cohen in Los Angeles, our LA coordinator for pulling that together, and to Denise Hirschberg, the director of South Florida Yachad, for working with the Boca and Hollywood communities there. Uh, and just before we let you go, you know what we're going to do for the first time ever, I think, we're going to fade out with a song. Usually Ooh. we go the other way, so we'll see how that works out. I want to again thank everybody for joining us. If you have any feedback or ideas or something you want to let me know, please shoot me an email at ellie at nachamsegel.com. That's E-L-I at nachamsegel.com. Naftali, thanks so much for joining me, and as always, I want to wish everybody an enjoyable week. Here is Shalshelas with Ekra. Crawl
Oh 